Hello and welcome to Into Your Life podcast. I'm Lenka and I'm joined here by my wonderful co-host Natalie. Hi, we invite you to join our weekly conversations about finding more life in one's life. Well, what does it actually mean? We have discussions about ways to live happier, healthier and more fulfilling lives, both personally and professionally. That sounds great. Let's go. Thank you. I think it's time that we had a book corner or our book review on what we've been reading, what has inspired us. It's been a while since we've talked books. So let's go into the real introverts comfort zone safe space just the place that we like to be and let's talk books so i'm going to ask you to start with what book have you been reading or are you reading that you want to share with us uh you know that i love talking about books so always this topic very welcome uh, because i've been traveling a little bit in the past couple of weeks months I had a little bit more time to read, but in my case, it often means listen to audiobooks. So I actually have a few books that somehow do fit in a theme. I kind of don't think I'm doing it consciously, maybe I am, but these books always just draw me to them for a reason. So it started by Originals by Adam Grant. It's a book that's been on my reading list for a really, really long time since he published his second book, or the follow-up book, Think Again, which I really wanted to read, but I didn't want it to read it before I read the first one. So I started with the first one. So Originals, How Non-Conformists Move the World, about, you know, what are the characteristics of originals, original people, uh, what are the patterns, why they're important, how we can nourish more of them and jobs and teams and organizations why it's important to have people who change the world and shake up the world and i loved it and really enjoyed it and went straight into the second book the think again uh, about the power of knowing what you don't know which is all about rethinking what we think we know and you know being open with our opinions and being open about um, things we might have taken for granted or believed in and bringing in the importance of humility and our capacity to rethink our positions, to agree with others or to have discussions with others and obviously then to progress and change the world and innovate, which kind of fits in a theme for me because I've been definitely thinking a lot about thinking, about thinking for yourself, unthinking, and there is a caveat to it that I also listen to a very cool podcast called Unthinkable, which again is on theme, uh, which is all about creativity at work, but coming up with again ideas and concepts that could be seen as unthinkable. And it could be that an example is where Taylor Swift has decided to re-record all her albums and everyone was telling her that this is stupid, this has never been done, it's not gonna work, this is not how it's done. And she's like, well, I am thinking for myself, I know my audience, I am rethinking it. 
and it's gonna work and it did and it absolutely smashed it so this podcast also brings in stories from people who do things differently who in the face of a challenge they think differently they go in a different direction they try something that's never been tried and either fail or succeed and when they succeed people are like oh obviously they succeed but no it's not obvious so these are kind of the themes that are coming through in my books it's about being original it's about thinking and rethinking and thinking for yourself and trying unthinkable things i'm still in the thinking part of the journey i haven't rethink anything specifically i haven't came to a massive realization but it's an interesting concept it's an interesting area to be thinking about i love that originals book i really did it's i think it's a book that you recommended and i read it a while back and it was like you said original thinkers it's about doing something that's original and even thinking outside the box so i really did enjoy that book um one one of the books that I'm reading, and I think I'm, I've gone very different to you, and mine don't seem to have a theme. They seem to be a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a little bit of this and that. But the one that um, I want to start off with today is called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. So, yes, and he is he is the narrator in the book. So you get his voice and it's the best thing when you're driving, this lovely Texan accent, and you can just imagine, you can just imagine him. And it's not a it's not an autobiography, but it is sort of based on lessons he's learned and he's got his humor in it. And it's it's like I said, lessons he's learned and he's written journals all his life. So what he's written, so sometimes you get passages out of his journals you do get a sense of his his past because he does talk about his past. So it is semi-autobiographical, autobi- a semi-autobiography. And it's nice to hear when he picked a certain movie, what he was doing and the, the co-workers he was with, but he doesn't dig into that. It is very much about the lessons that he's learned. And he talks about green lights and red lights and, just the way that we want more green lights in our life to help us to go because the green lights is when things are happening and they're going and it's flowing. And then the red lights is, could be something that stops you in your tracks or is a challenge, but sometimes red lights can help us, can get us to green lights. So I really do recommend reading that because I don't want to delve deeply into it. But one of the things that I do love about the books is he's collected bumper sticker quotes. When he sees a good bumper sticker, he's written it down and he shares a lot of them with you. And some of them are are really hilarious. And some of them are like, what? Okay. But he just explains why he found that bumper sticker good. He spends a lot of time on the road. and, And one of the things I didn't know about him is he pretty much lived on the road for I think it was about five or six years in a in a Winnebago and he just drove to um movie sets and he traveled the whole of of America and he's had an amazing life that's more than just the film star and and that's what I really liked about the book I did I was a bit dubious in in reading it but I just thought okay, let me let me try because I just thought, oh, well, this is a pretty film star. 
talking, but he goes much more into it. And and that's something that I really liked. And um, like I said, there's nothing better than listening to a Texan roll in your in your ear as you are listening to the book. And his his humor comes out, which I really loved. He's not a serious reader. He was he put the humor behind it and there were times when there was a laugh as he was reading it or a giggle and it's just it it made it sound like he was talking to me having a conversation with me and that's what I really loved about the book plus it's Matthew McConaughey I mean come on <laughs> so that's the the one book that that I've been reading I did read and really enjoyed it and would recommend it the book that I've just finished is Quit by Annie Duke and it's about quitting and it's about being okay to quit. It's sometimes we just keep going because we think that we need to keep going and we don't quit when we should really quit. And I know there's that word that should, but sometimes a should is a good word. And she talks about, also she talks about grit and grit is a book that I've read by Angela Duckworth and the two almost balance each other out and I think she doesn't put grit down but she says that quit is almost the other side of the coin and it's yes we need grit in life to run a business but sometimes we also need to quit and she gives examples of where quitting is is really important um, worth doing and it's sometimes not worth just persevering digging in and just keep going for the sake of keeping going sometimes we really need to quit and I learned a new word when I read that book and I love this word is that if you call somebody a poltroon you are quite in your rights to call them out for a challenge and a duel so it's having like pistols at dawn and poltroon is the old word for quitter. So calling somebody a poltroon, I can just imagine you get up with Dawn, you've got your pistols, 10 paces, and shoot. And, and I just, I love that. When I heard that word, that is, this sort of came into my mind. Yes, I know, Linka, I'm going down the violent route. But Annie, Annie actually did say it's about, you know, challenging them to a duel. So she did put the... The idea into my head but isn't that a lovely word a poltroon so calling somebody you are a poltroon it's like you are a quitter I love that it's just such a, a nice words and um, I think if you're running a business and wanting to run a business or thinking about starting a business quit is a book that's well worth reading it's worth having on your shelf because she almost gives permission that sometimes you can quit so it is definitely worth reading as a business owner and pick it up have a good read there's a lot of good examples in there it's very well written and she talks a lot about her experiences and Annie Duke was actually a gambler she was a poker player and she was a successful poker player and as a poker player, you've got to learn when to quit or when to fold because you can lose a lot of money if you don't quit at that right time. So it's it's really interesting. It was a very interesting read, and I thoroughly loved that book. So Lenka, what else are you reading? 
It is so interesting that you're reading book about quitting because the book from Adam Grant, um, Think Again, it is in a way about quitting. He talks about, about regularly rethinking what we believe, look at our goals, look at our values, look at our beliefs, and enjoying almost the fact of sometimes we can be wrong. And, you know, finding joy and thrill in the fact that we might not know everything that we know, being curious about it. And there is the permission then in the rethinking that obviously if we're rethinking our values, our career, our focus, our business model, our marketing, our life, then we need to quit something. We need to change our goals. We need to say, well, this goal no longer serves me. This path is no longer for me. And I've decided to rethink things. So I love the fact that there is still an alignment somehow between what we read and we can always find these little red threads. And the last book that I've been reading that still fits somehow, I think, into the theme is The Coaching Habit. It's Say Less, Ask More and Change the Way You Lead Forever but, um, by Michael Bungay Stainer. And it is a definitely a staple coaching book. And I picked it up from a friend's shelf. I was kind of staying at a friend for a couple nights. And every time I'm at people's houses, I am drawn to their bookshelves and I take picture of their bookshelves and I borrow books. And then I don't steal books, but then somehow the books often end up with me. And this book is brilliant, not only for a coach or for a leader. It's amazing for all of us. It's all about the art of talking less, giving less advice, asking questions, asking powerful questions. And it goes, again, hand in hand with rethinking, because we can, in working with clients in pretty much any kind of capacity or in the sales process, when we're trying to figure out if we're a good fit with the clients, knowing how to ask questions, knowing how to rethink our presumptions about what a client might need, knowing how to have this kind of a coaching conversation. It's actually an incredible skill. And I love this book. It's very practical. It's easy, quick read. And I'm looking forward to going through it and again and again and again and using it a little bit as a workbook to see how I can implement each of the seven key questions that they mention in there. So there's another book that I have read and it's such a quick read. And I really, really recommend it to anyone. Yeah, that's another book that I have read. I haven't read it recently and you have inspired me to pick it up again and I think give it a, a reread because it's, it's, it is a good book, especially if you're in the coaching industry to refresh your mind and that. So thank you for that. And yes, it is definitely well worth reading. I'm reading a book by he's almost becoming one of my favorite authors and I really want to dig more into his work so I've read The Alchemist and I've read a couple of his other books by Paolo Coelho but what I'm reading is it it's like the flowing river and I picked this up on when I went to South Africa in January I found a little store that was selling secondhand books and I picked it up because it just 
it had the author on it. I didn't even look to see what it was about. I just grabbed it because it had it was written by Paolo Coelho. And when I got back, I sort of looked at it, and it's short stories. I mean, literally short stories, but they're not stories uh, from the imagination. They're little snippets of his experiences, so something that he's experienced. And sometimes it's a page, sometimes it's two pages that he's written, and they are just little experiences that he's had. So sometimes he's given a talk, and he's met somebody at a talk who asked a question and then he answers that question and then it's done. Sometimes it's about a dispute with a neighbor in France and how that got resolved. Sometimes it's about a little bit of traveling that he's done. So it's almost like little gold nuggets of experience. And I don't necessarily think it's in chronological order. I think it's just his an experience that sat with him and he shared that story. And they're all really short. They're really simple. And I quite like that because what it's doing, it's giving me an insight into the person, into the writer, into who he is and the experiences that he's had without it being a deep autobiography and being in a certain order or anything. It's just these little stories that, that have happened in his life. And, and I'm finding that really interesting. And it's like, how random is that something like that will sit with you or that thought will stay with you? So it's just these random stories or thoughts. And I know that everybody has these random things that they can write about. So I really love that. It's lighthearted. It's it's an easy read, especially at night if I'm really tired and I don't want to read a long chapter. I can literally read a page and I've got I've got it because it's very very short and and very fun and interesting. And sometimes I'm thinking, what planet are you on, Mister? That this is experience. And we get a lot of his experiences from him living in France, also his experiences from Brazil because he's he's from Brazil, and just experiences from meeting other people. He's well traveled. He's traveled all over, and I really love that. And it's well worth a, a read, especially if you do like Paulo Coelho's books. I think it just gives an insight into who who he is just a little bit it's not like okay now I know who he is but it sort of gives an insight into the human behind the writer and and I do enjoy that and like I said sometimes just reading short short stories can be can be fun because you still get your reading in but not only that because he's writing about his experiences it gives it's giving me a different perspective on on things and on ideas especially around people and and I quite like that because he's he sh he shares his experience with people, and it's the good experiences, and and that's what I'm I'm enjoying that. So, if you want something light, um, not necessarily fluffy, but just light-hearted, and to have a different perspective, is definitely the book by Paula Coelho, "Like the Flowing River." Just enjoy it. Just see what that book gives you. So these are the books that I've been absorbed with lately and just enjoying they're very different they just but they've all given me 
a bit of insight and a different perspective on the way I'm wanting to do things or different understanding about something. And this is what I love about books is we learn from them. And I'm really enjoying, I've enjoyed reading the two and I'm enjoying reading the Paola, Paola Coelho book. So yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I do enjoy it. Well, yes, books need to be fun. And I think we all define fun differently. Like for me, definitely fun is learning. That's why lots of my books will be educational books. They will be about personal development. I will go into different rabbit holes around health and well-being. But it's not because someone's forcing me to read them. I have lightened up my reading actually a little bit from where I was earlier this year, last year. It was quite heavy reading. But reading needs to be fun, and that's where it's wonderful to have the options to have audiobooks and Kindle and physical books and, you know, go to people's houses and pick up books and see what they're reading, be inspired, go to a random bookstore and pick up something or to a charity shop and see different books. So it's not just about, you know, always going on the big Amazon and ordering from there, um, which it's not always the most inspiring way of buying books. So the question is, our lovely listeners, what are you reading? Have you read any of these books that we've mentioned? Have any of them sound interesting to you that maybe when you see them somewhere you will pick them up? We'd love to know what is fun for you, what reading means to you. So let us know in the comments, we'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed listening to our conversation, please share it with your friends and colleagues and don't forget to subscribe. We would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and write a short review.